Hi, welcome to this podcast, Famous Book Lessons and Summaries. Today, we'll be looking at The CEO Next Door, book summary by Elena Butejo and Kim Powell. CEOs are often portrayed as highly intelligent people who wear fancy suits and have a real knack for business. However, many of them neither hold a higher education degree nor come from a wealthy background. In fact, corporate success often has little to do with book smarts. Authors Elena and Kim ran several extensive studies to pinpoint what is truly needed to become a leader of a successful company. These are skills that anyone can learn and the steps to acquiring and implementing them are clearly outlined in this book. Lesson 1. CEOs aren't born, they are made. Many of us believe that CEOs are somehow special and entirely different from the average employee. Furthermore, we believe that wealthy parents or exceptional intelligence is necessary to run a large company. From the book, research has it that majority of CEOs are just regular people who have developed leadership qualities over the course of their careers. More than 70% of the CEOs surveyed claimed that they had no intention of becoming a CEO when they first started working. The research further showed that you don't need to be a genius to become a CEO. Lesson 2. Make fewer and thus faster decisions. CEOs are required to make important choices every day. There are many different avenues by which to arrive at a decision, such as being thoughtful, impulsive, logical, or decisive. Out of these options, high-performing CEOs often opt for decisiveness meaning the ability to decide quickly with conviction. Indeed, the authors found in a study that decisiveness made CEOs 12 times more likely to be top performers. The CEO finds a winning formula for his specific business and sticks to it. Lesson 3. To get favorable results, you need to understand your stakeholders and people that you are working with. A surprisingly large number of CEOs are introverts rather than extroverts. This is because in order to be an effective CEO, you've got to be able to consider other people's perspectives. Company owners need to understand what motivates customers, board members, and stakeholders, which means that CEOs need to listen and have empathy. Introverts tend to be particularly adept at this. By truly listening to people, you avoid making assumptions, which is important. When it comes to other people's perspectives and outlooks, you shouldn't assume you know what they think. Instead, you should show genuine curiosity and pay attention when they are talking about themselves. It's important for CEOs to spend time getting to know their customers. Similarly, it's vital to know the motivations behind the company's 
board members in order to succeed. Lesson 4. People will rely on a consistent and committed CEO. Look at it this way. If two candidates are competing for a CEO position, the one who appears more reliable will get the job. In fact, CEOs who are known to be reliable are twice as likely to be offered a position than those who don't have that reputation. To present yourself as a reliable person, you must always follow through on your commitments. Board members want leaders who they know will follow through on promises, even if the promises aren't extravagant. They prefer a guaranteed modest outcome over an outlandish promise that has a low probability of being delivered. Thus, you can build your reputation for reliability by promising small things but ensuring that you deliver on those small promises. You can also appear reliable by behaving consistently. Lesson 5. Avoid mistakes by building repeatable, well-planned systems. When you are leading a big organization, it's almost impossible to micromanage everything. Therefore, you need to implement self-sustaining systems that have easily repeatable steps to ensure employees work efficiently. It can also be helpful to think like a Navy SEAL. Imagine you are in a fight. You might think that the best thing to do would be to rely on your instincts. Fight back and hope for the best. But this is exactly what Navy SEALs don't do. They are taught to build a strong foundation beforehand so that in the face of rising pressure, they can call upon their repetitive training and avoid making any mistakes. Lesson 6. Forget the past and focus on adapting to future trends. One important aspect of planning for the future involves making room for new ideas by letting go of old ones. Take a look at Kodak and Blockbuster. Do Kodak invented the first ever digital camera. They waited 18 years to pursue the opportunity further. This missed opportunity was fateful for the company, which filed for bankruptcy in 2012. Similarly, video rental company Blockbuster passed on all three opportunities to purchase Netflix because it didn't see the potential of an online business model. We now know that this was a very big mistake and Blockbuster too filed for bankruptcy. Both Kodak and Blockbuster failed because they weren't able to go off their old practices and adapt to the changing business landscape fast enough. In contrast, when Intel saw that Japanese companies had begun to produce memory chips at a lower cost, it knew it needed to act quickly. This new competition led to a drop in Intel's profits from $198 million in 1984 to $2 million just a year later. So, Intel decided to focus wholly on producing microprocessors and drop its memory chip manufacturing business. The company's willingness to adapt resulted in their market cap rising from 
4 billion dollars in the mid 1980s to over 200 billion dollars as it stands today clearly staying on top of upcoming trends is vital for a company's sustained success but how can you manage that in an increasingly information loaded world the answer is to become a trend hunter <laughs> lesson seven you need to get noticed to advance to the top employers look for team players who will act according to company's best interest rather than those who act out of self-interest so how do you show what you've got if you are not supposed to brag about your talents to get there you try to be a big fish in a small pond the authors carried out a study of about 2,600 CEOs and found that 60% of those who had climbed the corporate ladder quickly, also known as sprinters, did so after having taken a lower position at a smaller firm. Smaller companies are more likely to accommodate change and ideas faster than big corporations, which usually have no time or room for your personal opinions. Furthermore, in a smaller company, it's easier to get noticed. If you become recognized as the one who saved or expanded your company or department, you'll find yourself being thrust into the spotlight in no time. you also need to make sure you get noticed for the right reasons and by the right people. The first way to get noticed is by asking people at your company for advice. Everyone enjoys giving guidance. And by doing so, they will become invested in and support your success. Alternatively, you could offer skills that the company is lacking, which is typically computer and technology expertise. Everyone will notice when you become the go-to person for such areas. A third way to get noticed is to become a staff member of an important figure in the company. As a personal assistant, to a senior manager, you will be granted access to high-level meetings. This will provide you with key insights into company operations as well as connections to the top brass, thereby creating a competitive edge for you. Once people recognize your talent, you will be well on your way to becoming a CEO. The key message in this book summary is CEOs aren't superhumans. In fact, they are just regular people like you who have developed certain skills that allow them to climb ranks in the workplace. Being decisive, consistent, committed, and reliable are all fundamental traits of a CEO. Having a well-planned system in place is also important as is understanding stakeholders and being able to adapt to the future. This series of podcasts was born to provide you with life lessons, business lessons, and summaries of your favorite bestsellers. Subscribe and follow us today, and if there's any book you need a summary on, do let us know. Also, share your thoughts with me, and I'll be glad to respond to you. My name remains Onuzrike Chukwagozie. See you on the next one.